and welcome back to the sesh i am kendall ray and i'm janelle welcome back and we missed you guys so much we're so so happy to be back we were gone last week if you aren't aware kendall was having some dental work done veneers yeah they look so good now you can have ice cream yes i know (laughs) i can have cold things again it's really cool But yeah, we missed you guys. We're happy to be back. And we are back with a really good episode. We are talking about Britney Spears, which is actually something we've been wanting to cover for months now. Like, yeah, I feel like since we started this show, we've been wanting to talk about this. It was one of our first topics that we brought up. Yeah. And it's something that I've been wanting to talk about just on some channel, some platform for so long. Mm -hmm. But it's been it's been kind of hard to, like, figure out exactly what's going on. Oh, yeah. And and figure out exactly what should be said right you know navigating something like this is really challenging yeah exactly especially when we didn't really know what was going on yeah but now that this documentary has come Mm -hmm. out is it a documentary it's like a series of a show it's like new york times uh, has like a series and i guess they talk about different people or different events Mm -hmm. and stuff and she happened to be one of the ones that they were like featuring i guess yes it's like an hour and a half yeah hour and a half something like that but it was really good obviously it's like really gone really viral everyone i feel like has seen it by now Mm -hmm. and is just blown away by her life and what she's been through and um you know how she how it's affected her in today's today's world yeah the documentary is called framing britney spears and it really gives you insight into the free britney movement Mm -hmm. and if you've been following britney spears throughout her career or even just in the last couple years or if you've already kind of seen what's going on with the free britney movement none of the information in the documentary was too new you know it's like most of it most of the clips and stuff you've probably seen if you're a Britney Spears fan. I've yeah. seen pretty much everything in it. Yeah. But it helped kind of lay it out in a way that made more sense and just confirmed a few details for me yes. that I was kind of questioning. And since Britney has been so private herself about everything, you don't want to say anything wrong or assume something, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, we're dealing with some serious topics such as mental health, mm-hmm. drug addiction, maybe, which mm-hmm. I, I doubt. I don't know. Yeah. I don't personally think yeah, that's the case, but a lot of people have brought it up. So, you know, it's just like an intense topic and I didn't want to speak wrong. Totally. I wanted to make sure I really understood it. So we started working on this podcast, like doing research on this probably about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of decided to wait because we were like so unsure. We're like, yeah, we were unsure. What do we really know? We're and not lawyers. The end you know? of the year was like really crazy for us, like work wise and other yeah. aspects. And so we were like, we can't, we don't want to like, fucking half-ass this thing like we want to have time to like really make sure that we feel good about this and like talk about it the way we want to talk about Mm -hmm. it and stuff and so we're like let's just wait really important yeah we were like let's keep waiting we'll keep Mm -hmm. waiting and then this documentary was released and we were like yep i think this is like the perfect time to do it it just made everything so much more clear yep especially being you know just an average person i don't understand the terminology right. around conservatorship. We're not lawyers or have any yeah, no shit in the law. So. On the sesh. Yeah. yeah no actually we're lawyers. <laughs> but it's like a really complicated topic that mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't want to like misspeak on. Totally. You know? So which we're still like disclaimer, we're still not like definitely not experts. experts. Like there's some people on YouTube. What is the lawyer's name that you oh, really Emily D. Baker. 
Yeah, she broke it down. Yeah, so there's like a lot of things that go into like major detail and like more legal stuff. I'm sure she'll be giving updates because there's stuff happening today as we're recording. Today Today. is Thursday the 11th. 11th. Yep. And there's court happening right now. I believe they're literally in session. So by the time we're done recording, there could be a new update. We'll put any new updates in the comment section. Yeah, we always pin comments if we have like something to tell you guys that we didn't get a chance to say in Mm -hmm. the actual recording. But anyways, before we get into that, we want to quickly thank our sponsors, Athena Club, Daily Harvest, and Magic Spoon. We appreciate your support. Also, real quick, before we get started, I just wanted to remind you guys that my CBD brand, if you have not heard, Josh and I are launching a CBD brand. It's called Higher Love Wellness, and it is launching on February 14th. So today, as this show is going up, so it should be available now. (laughs) You can get all of our products at our website, which is higherlovewellness.com. Yay! I know it's really so cool. exciting. They've been working on this a long time, and it's really good stuff, you guys. So it is. It's amazing. It's really high quality CBD. I know there's a lot of CBD out there. This stuff is really good shit. I'm it telling is, you, it is. I've tried a lot of yeah. CBD, and it's something I use in my everyday life. So I wanted to create pro- products that I would want to use. Yes, that I would want to use every day. I love, especially these tinctures. I'm so proud of how it turned out. It's just so Tastes light. good. They don't flavor with terpenes. They don't so. give a bitter flavor afterwards. Like a lot of CBD, they're not like thick and like slimy. Yeah, thick. Doesn't leave like a it's coating clear. on your mouth and tongue. It's really good shit. It's like watery. It's very, yeah, it's so good. I can't recommend it so enough. Check but it out. You got to check it out for yourself. <laughs> yeah, so higherlovewellness.com. Should we just go into like what is a conservatorship and like kind of yeah. trying to understand the whole premise of why we're even concerned about mm-hmm. Brittany. Yes. And we're going to just completely skip spicy topics today because yeah. there's so much to go over. And this is a very this, spicy topic. Yeah, it, I mean, is. it is. It's very controversial and yeah. being talked about a lot. Yeah, definitely. Which I'm glad. I'm glad it's becoming a hugely popular topic of conversation. Oh, yeah. It's, it's huge. trending a bunch mm-hmm. the past couple of days. This documentary... Which is not like I keep saying documentary. It's really just like I feel like it's a documentary. It is, it yeah. is but, but yeah, I guess they have like exclusive interviews, but it's a lot of just old footage and stuff like put together. They, yeah, but they, they were the have... first ones to put it all together and have it make sense. True, as far as I know. There yeah, may yeah, have yeah. Been others that have done. But it. they had like exclusive interviews from lawyers and like um, someone who was in the press, like a paparazzi figure that was um, really close. You know, followed Britney really closely and mm-hmm. stuff. So. It was interesting to get their kind of take on it. And um, at the end, it was interesting because they said, you know, we invited her, basically her whole family and anyone who's close to her to come on here. And they all denied it. And then it was Mm -hmm. like, and we're honestly not sure if Brittany herself like ever because they they tried to invite her to get her to come on, of course, but they never even they never figured out if she actually even got the message of the invite, you know, wanting to come on to the documentary. So for all she knows, like this shit could have just come out out of nowhere out. and she's like oh okay that's very possible yeah and so, i wonder how she feels about it it's probably stressful know, having know. all this but i'm sure she's i mean maybe she's happy in a way we don't know that's the thing about britney spears is she's so secretive that mm-hmm. we can't it's hard to assume anything yeah um her life has been so private which we don't know if that's by choice right or if she's had to do that for her own protection right or if she's being forced to do that yeah. You know, there's a lot of us are speculating and that's why I get nervous in a situation where there's so much speculation. You never want, it's it's hard. Like, unless you are the person living the situation, you are not going to understand what it's like to to be of course. in her shoes. Right. 
especially when you know so much fake stuff comes out constantly mm-hmm. about celebrities and it's like half the stuff yeah. that you read about is actually a complete lie probably more than half probably, yeah, I was it's gonna say, so probably bad way more than half it's so bad and it's it's like yeah it's a broader issue i think that we need to look at yeah I agree. at society as a whole mm-hmm. you know i agree and i'm glad that this documentary is bringing things up mm-hmm. about the way that we treat people who are famous yeah you know especially at a young age right yeah i mean at any age though of course you know just no, we have yeah. such a lack of respect we kind of forget for they're humans yeah they're literally human beings with mm-hmm. feelings and emotions and fears and wants like you know just because you're like mental health doesn't discriminate on people with money oh, you know absolutely not so it's like doesn't it doesn't matter how much money you have how much fame you have famous thing you know money can't buy a happiness and yeah. i think that's really true yeah um but yeah so let's yeah explain what the conservatorship okay. is a little bit so why we're talking about this today and why the free britney movies movement is happening <laughs> movement. um well she's been in a conservatorship since 2008 so a long time and it's been led by her dad jamie spears so um we'll be talking about him a lot uh, during this episode, actually, he's one of the main focuses of this for sure. Do you ever realize that Jamie Lynn, Lynn yeah. is the parents' name? I noticed it like literally two days ago. <laughs> Me too. So I had never figured that out. Like, Brittany has a sister named Jamie Lynn Spears, and it's interesting because her dad's name is Jamie and her mom's name is Lynn. So it's like the two names combined, which mm. I was like, that's really cool. Honestly, I it's, think it's yeah. cute. I mean, to make it work like that, like Jamie Lynn's a very like cute name, and it the is. fact it that it just like really worked good. like that, yeah, that's yeah. convenient. I was like, that's really convenient. <laughs> Um, but anyways, so Bernie's conservators control her finances and her person, her person, meaning what she can say, what she can attend, what um, she can't attend, what she can, uh, you know, consume, consume what as far she, as medications, right? Health as stuff. medications, health stuff, education, if that's Maybe something that's being brought in into too, it. I'm not sure. Yeah, pretty much any decisions um, mm-hmm. that you make. And then there's also financial, which is as it seems, anything to do with finances, uh, meaning everything that Brittany makes, she has no control over how she spends that money, you know, where that money goes, anything like that. Even though she's the one working her ass off to get it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, because of this, she's also doesn't have custody of her kids. Um, She can't hire lawyers of her choice. I mean, she really has no say in her in her life about pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. where she lives, where she, you know, who she sees, who she talks to. A lot of it is controlled by um, the conservators. So anyway, what a conservatorship is, it's typically reserved for older people, people with psychiatric disabilities, people who are unable to care for themselves. And it's a pretty serious thing. It's pretty hard to get. Yeah. And you have to make a pretty good case in order to gain conservatorship over someone's life, essentially. Yeah, their rights. Their rights. I think that'd be a pretty big deal, mm-hmm. which yeah. makes people think, you know, why is this in place? Is there some reason? Is some, Did something happen? Right. That well, makes I, this necessary. I guess I think they that's claim how a lot of people have thought. It's because of her dementia, they say. But I don't even know if that's been proven that she has. I don't think that's ever been proven she has dementia. And yeah, that's I, a very. I haven't even seen anything about i've only seen it like here and there but i think it's i mean it could be a total rumor being up on the internet i don't know but i think that's maybe just kind of what people think but i don't i don't know if she has dementia i've never heard of her speak of that or her actual family or 
you know, medical experts speak on her behalf about that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, you know, due to that, she hasn't had control of her life for a long time, but has still been working yeah. her whole life. Working a ton. I mean, Britney Spears is one of the most talented, talented artists who I think has truly been held back by all yes. of this bullshit. It's just sad. Like thinking of where, like how much more she could have come out with if she had more control of her music from right. day one. Because she started back on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, right? Yep. Back in like 94. No, it was like early 92, something like that. 93. I don't remember. I don't exact remember exactly, year, but, but early 90s. Young. She was young. Really, really young. And she was like a star instantly from that point, basically. Well, she had this like really powerful voice. Yes. People hadn't heard out of such a young girl, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and she was singing a lot deeper, which we have talked about that conspiracy theory yeah, yeah. of like what's going on with her voice. Does she choose not to sing deeper anymore, or is this a choice that's been made mm -hmm. for her? Because her voice is not like it used to sound. No, it's it's nothing. I mean, yeah. we'll put a little clip in of what it sounds like. So she was, you know, really famous from day one. And then when, by the time she was like 15, 16, her albums were coming out. Yep. She was, I mean, she was like a sensation, like a little pop. Like there was not a whole lot of girl teens out there doing what she does. In fact, I would argue no one at that time was doing what she was doing. And she was yeah. like, she had to grow up so fast. It seemed like she was like almost immediately sexualized when she was immediately extremely young. Yep. Um, and so, you know, from day one, she's just had a lot of attention, like bottom line, right? Yeah. Like she's, people have had eyes on her forever. In the last 13 years, she's gone on world tours, released two major albums. She was judged on the X Factor. She performed in Vegas for a long time when she did her residency there. So, I mean. And that was incredible. Oh, yeah. I wish I, wish I could have gone. Oh, no, We're so really cool. big fans of Britney Spears. Yes. I've got to say, like, if I'm a fan of anything, it's Britney Spears. Dude, you know? I love Britney Spears. Like, growing Spears. up, I was not even into the boy bands as much no. as I was into Britney Spears. Uh, that was my, her, my first CD was yeah. her fucking CD. Me too. I had my... A Hello Kitty pink boombox and her CD and I would blast in my room and like bounce around my bed and like pretend I was Britney Spears. Like Dude, it was so Since I'm fun. slightly older than you, I had her first CD on tape. So oh, not her CD. I had a tape because my grandma didn't want to buy me the CD because she thought I'd break it. So I got <laughs> a tape. they're like such precious <laughs> pieces of material like the CDs. Yes. <laughs> and then the first CD I ever bought was the second one. Oops, I did it again. Yeah. Or no. Or wait, yeah, hit me, baby, one more time. Then, oops, I did it again. Mm -hmm. They're both like again, like, one more time. I so I get confused. I'm and like, they're which one's first? Released like back to back. Yeah, like, they were. Similar. It was pretty fast. Yeah. Um, but I remember like saving my money for that, getting the CD, coming home, cutting out all the little, you know, <laughs> inserts. You know how you get the amazing. lyrics and yes. everything, oh and then had like all the booklet. pictures of her. Yeah. Whoa! Throwback the fucking booklet and CDs. Right? It was like a whole thing to look at, like the mm -hmm. art and like the songs. It was so fun. Oh, I looked. I read all the lyrics. Yeah, like the best. Oh my God, I know. I kind of miss those days, right? Sad. I do too. Yeah, those were really. Those were some good times. I mean, but yeah, I mean, we were fr we were dancing to her since oh, yeah. I can remember. Yep. Especially once her, once like Toxic came out. Oh, yeah. That. We had a Toxic dance. Yes. <laughs> remember that? We thought we were so cool. We like literally held up a warning sign during it. We like made a warning sign and held <laughs> it, it up while we were dancing. <laughs> it was like, because the song's like something like I should have mm -hmm. given him a warning yeah. or something. And we we're like, warning. We're a warning sign. Gosh. Yeah. 
That is some funny Cringe. shit. God, I remember that really well, actually. Yeah, I do too. That's so funny. And then I saw the uh, toxic music video for the first time. It was like so sexual. And she's yeah. in like this like nude suit with glitter everywhere. And I just remember being like, <laughs> oh my God, this is on the internet. Like, yeah, she looked so good in that. Yeah, her she music did. videos were always so entertaining. And that first music video, the Hit Me Baby One More Time one, yeah. right? Is in the school. Yes. And yes. she's only 16. I looked it up. She's 16 when at least when yeah, it was released yep. i think it was she was 16 when it was recorded as well but God. she is so sexualized in this oh yeah and it's scary to think about kind of the men that we're working on set i just wonder like what things have happened behind the scenes like if she was able to talk what things would she have to say well you hear about child stars coming disney stars coming out saying scary terrible shit. things it's have really happened bad. to them in the like Hollywood industry when they were, especially when they were younger. Yeah. And so it would, it would not surprise me. It would surprise me if it didn't happen, sadly, because yeah, I agree. If she, she just had a smooth ride, nothing right. ever happened. No Which one tried I just, anything. No one took advantage of her would be shocked. That's like impossible. I know. Because especially back then it was like, yeah, you don't talk about it. It's kind of normal. Then. That's kind of what you do in this industry. It's like, right. You want to be famous though, don't you? Like, look what you got your own music yeah, video. Kind of just like deal, deal with it. With it. That seems like the it. vibe that a lot of celebrities. <laughs> Sorry, my new teeth are really struggling. But <laughs> no, you're good. A lot of celebrities have to deal with. Yes, totally. Is, it's kind of just what comes with the territory. And then that interview clip in the documentary, where they there was like an older man interviewing her on one of those really young shows, yes. maybe Mickey Mouse. It was something like that. She was like she nine. Was young. Yeah. Little pigtails. Yep. A little dress on or whatever. And and he was like, do you have any boyfriends? She was like, no. Like, Men are gro- or yeah. boys are gross. And then he was like, well, what about me? I'm a boy. He's like, I'm and not she gross. just like looks at him like, what do you mean? What about me? Like, dude, you're no, like you're not seven. My boyfriend, like he was old man, yeah. like to a little girl, and the crowd was like eating up. Like, oh, 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 oh. well, you know, they have the signs anyway. Of course, so it's like, and then, but that makes the people at home think, oh, they're laughing, so that's okay, right? And like, it's all just a sick, chaotic mess. Yeah, she was so you could tell she was works. so comfortable, un- uncomfortable during yeah. that, and it makes me really. Could you imagine if someone said that today? Like, they would be fucking Ugh. ripped to shreds. Absolutely not. You cannot do that shit now. No. And I'm so glad that society has changed so much that we can look back on these older things and just be like, wow. Because mm-hmm. so much of the documentary, I was thinking, I don't I don't think, I hope that these types of things wouldn't happen today because like there's some of them shocking. Some of them seem like SNL skits. Oh, absolutely. Some of the interviews and stuff with her. I can't believe they're, they're so real. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Well, Everything that she went through was ridiculous. And like time after time, is, and she would get older and older and it would still happen. And it was, yeah, it was really just, it's, it's shocking to watch, honestly. Um, but anyways, so going back to her conservatorship. Oh, right. <laughs> the judge who approved the permanent conservatorship said that it was to protect her finances and businesses, um, but that she was a grown woman when she started. And, you know, she's changed since then. And so she made a few bad decisions. And the media exaggerated them. And so that's kind of where it, it she she got her rights taken away um, mm-hmm. due to some like really unfortunate things being like caught on the media and spreading like wildfire and, um, you know, stuff like that. So we'll kind of get really into exactly how this happened after we have a quick word from our sponsors. All right, we're back. So basically, really how this all started is at the beginning of 2008. 
Brittany underwent an involuntary psychiatric hold, also known as the 5150. Um, and it's a psychiatric hold. It's involuntary, like we said. So she had no choice to go there. Um, she was placed there because they deemed that she was unstable mentally. Um, and this was due to the child custody dispute between Kevin Federline and her. So Federline. They, Federline, sorry. Federline. Yeah. Federline, Federline. Okay. Cares. <laughs> I'm curious, like, how everything is with him now or, like, what he thinks of everything. I am, too, which we'll get to. I think we talked about him one more about um, something that he did against Jamie, her father. So I think he definitely is sus of the dad. But I wonder what he thinks of like the whole thing in general and like her conservatorship or mm -hmm. if he's behind the scenes, maybe trying to help her in some yeah, way. I, I mean, wonder what knows? their relationship is like, or maybe it's opposite. Right. That. Maybe it's opposite. Maybe he wants, you know, his kids to not see her. I don't know. It's mm -hmm. interesting though. No idea. Personally. But she was being exploited by the paparazzi majorly. Oh in, my God. In this time. I mean, to a horrific level that I can't imagine anyone going through. Absolutely tragic. People calling her literally everything under the sun. I mean, bad, bad mom doesn't even begin to explain how terrible the paparazzi were treating her and, and not just saying things to her, but also just physically like almost mm -hmm. attacking her. Like the videos of them rushing her car and bombarding her yeah. every move is I'm like, how can this be legal? There's some photos, too, that have been circulating circulating on Twitter lately. And it's really eye-opening just to see the amount of paparazzi she would be dealing with sometimes. There should be a law against that many people being able to swarm you at once, you know? Like, these people basically were stalking her. Oh, yeah. It was so, so bad. And at horrible moments. Terrible moments. Just waiting for the worst moments. And, of course, when you're already having a bad day and someone... You know, you can anyone can. You don't have to be a, f a celebrity to relate to the fact that if you're in a bad mood, you're having a bad day, something is going wrong, mm -hmm. and someone's like poking at you and like trying to like get answers out of you. It automatically makes it ten times worse. It's like to where you just want to be like lash out, that. right? I feel like everyone yeah. can understand that. Like, fuck off, leave me alone. I'm already not doing well. And I know you're there's a lot of fire. money in taking these photos, but how it sucks, honestly. You, you just lose all your humanity and you don't even understand how this, how you would feel if you were in this situation. Right. There was one thing in the documentary that was really interesting and totally new was they had interviewed one of the paparazzi. Um, I don't, oh, yeah, that I don't one know guy, his name. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Who really cares? Yeah, whatever, cares but whatever. he was one of the dudes out there and he basically said, yeah, we were watching Brittany and she was having this dispute with Kevin over the kids. She kept going to Kevin Federline's house and he kept blocking the gate. And then they like went back and parked behind a Jiffy Lube or something. And um, after seeing her clearly upset, he like was aware of the fact that she's very emotional over this. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are her children. Mm -hmm. Imagine how upset she is. And she had right. just shaved her head so she was going through a lot of media attention people everyone's eyes were on britney yeah and he talks about how he just you know he's like i i want wanted to check on her and in the clip you can see he kind of he's like how you doing yeah. we just want to make sure you're okay britney britney blah 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 it is it's so ridiculous i would get to that point too you know where you just snap because like what do you mean you don't care about me at all if you cared about me you would leave me the fuck alone have a ounce of humanity like clearly i'm not doing well you're not helping how evil right how terrible fucking evil and it's really sad because i feel like we see this constantly constantly it's yeah. like never ending i know and, and it was it was really bad on britney but it was. i think 
yeah, so many people deal with it now. And now people are dealing with it really young. Even like TikTokers yeah. have paparazzi. Right. Following them around. It's like, that's a lot of pressure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're caught off guard like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you don't know what they're going to ask you. And I can't imagine that. So, yeah, there's the clip <sighs> in the documentary. He talks about how, yeah, she, there's a famous photo of her with an umbrella. She came at him and he made a fuck ton of money off of that photo. It ended yeah. up being beneficial for him to poke the bear, you know? That makes me sick because you're rewarding your shitty behavior. So it makes you want to go do it again. And it's like inspirational for other people. Like maybe if we catch other celebrities that they're breaking points, we can see them having an emotional breakdown. Absolutely. Yeah. That guy should have to pay her. I agree. She should be able to. She should get a cut of her own picture, right? Like absolutely. She's the one that's, you know, producing the entertainment at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Like she's the one that's unfortunately having this mental breakdown that it's unfortunately being create twisted into like something entertaining instead of something that should be taken seriously. Like if that's the least you could do is pay her. That's so true. Like that's bullshit. They should pay her. I mean, at the very least she should. Yeah. It's just, it's absurd to have see this actually play out. And then the way he was talking about it in the documentary, how Mm -hmm. he was acting like he had some exclusive, like he was a friend of hers. Right. Like, no, you dude. only know what was going on with her and Kevin and how th- she was having this emotional moment. You're only able to share this exclusive with New York Times for this documentary because you were creeping on her. Exactly. You were following her around. You're not her friend. No. Her friend would expect respect her privacy and want to, you know, help her privately. Like her actual friend <laughs> that was there yeah. was like, please, guys, stop. Leave her alone. Leave mm-hmm. her alone. Yeah. It's just it's really sad to see someone at that point and see footage of it. And it's terrible. there's so many moments of Britney where it's just extremely heart wrenching yeah. to see what she the mental duress she was dealing with, the stress of handling something like that. At the, such a young age. At such How a do you young handle that age. At any age, much less when you're an impressionable teen and you don't even you're trying to figure out what your own life is about. Like you're trying to figure out your own shit, much less also trying to like answer these weird questions to these mm-hmm. people that are just poking at you for yeah. whatever they can get out of you. And so critical of everything so she critical. did. Everything like things everything. that people would not be critical of oh nowadays. My God, ridiculous. It was shit. ridiculous. Like the Britney hate was next fucking level. next level. It was so crazy what she was dealing with, yeah. which we're going to watch some of yeah. this famous interview with her and Diane Sawyer. Yeah. It's like shocking how, which side note makes me really disappointed that Diane Sawyer, as another woman, is mm. interviewing a young woman mm-hmm. in this way. Because it's like, like, really, dude, you should know how hard it is to make it in this entertainment industry, like as a journalist, as an interviewer, whatever. Like, why are you point. trying to expose this young? Like, you should be trying to protect her, I feel like. Right. That's not fair. Like especially someone women, in the industry, especially yeah. because unfortunately women get taken, you know, um, advantage of quite frequently and much more than men in the entertainment industry. So like as another woman who has successfully made it, you be would, on her side. What you want? Exactly. It's super disappointing, especially because I think Diane Sawyer is a mother. It's like, would That's you treat your children then. like this? She's would like you a want baby. your own daughter who's struggling mentally to get on here and be harassed by an older woman? Yeah, That's so disappointing. Really disappointing. And of course, people have brought up Maybe this is this is just how they did things back then. Yeah. Like there's this hard hitting journalism where we like cut was. through. We're cut through. And I don't even know if she made up her questions that she asked. I'm sure she didn't have say in everything she True. did. I'm sure she's not the one pulling the strings for right. everything, but she right. still agreed to take the paycheck and do it and ask these horrific questions. And when you if you haven't seen what we're talking about, when you see the clips we're about to play, you're gonna understand because it's just 
it's wild. It's like abusive the way she was talking to her. Yeah. It's so dismissive. It's so shameful. Yeah. And it's sad that nasty. there was no one it's horrible. I'm like shocked that there was no one on Britney's side in the background, you know, monitoring. Yeah. Like, she's uh-uh. so, yeah, we're I mean, not like, talking no, about that. That's off limits because she's too, you know, what is she going to say no to Diane Sawyer? Like right. she doesn't have the confidence to be like, I'm not fucking answering that. And, to and her. now it seems like no one does these types of interviews anymore. Yeah. They're so rare. Like people will go into podcasts with hosts that they trust and stuff, but True. they're not going to go with like Diane Sawyer on Who's like trying time. to like expose them. Yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's the attitude they have. Like you're in trouble. You're right. inter- This is an interrogation is right almost. now. Right? It is. It's, it's like, like almost like true crimey. I'm like, what's going on? It's this ridiculous. is someone's ridiculous. Yeah. And the stuff they bring up is so just off. Okay. Wild. Let's okay, just, yeah. Let's, let's, just let's watch, watch through some of these clips. Yes. I took the parts I thought were most shocking out of this interview. There's 45 minutes of it. It's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it is just really weird to see. It is bizarre. Okay. So in this first clip, she is defending her song, Rain on Me. Um, because remember kind of when she's, when we were like into toxic, yeah, that's when she was kind of breaking out of the more school girl, teen yeah, cute girl. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of questions about it. Is it, is it right? Is it going to influence her young fans? Oh my God, your fucking voice. Your <laughs> imitation is so spot on though. She literally sounds oh so God. cringe and some of like, wait till she Esquire magazine. <laughs> Like the way she's talking, it's like the most Karen thing I've ever heard. It's uncomfortable. She's got a Karen haircut too, Diane. Oh <laughs> yeah, yes she does. We're just gonna call her Karen Sawyer. Karen Sawyer. Karen Sawyer. So All she's right. telling her. She's talking about this song "Rain on Me," and Diane's like hinting that that's like some type of sexual. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and then you know, know we all put I mean? it together. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. right, right. No, of course. <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> you know what's oh happening um, and then she just starts slut shaming her like listen to this you really oh. think that's what it's talking about it says I mean, that's what it says it says I know on me. what that's it says I, I know what it says but one of us wasn't I born what yesterday do you really think that's all it's talking about well, <laughs> always played it close to the line on how much skin she showed posed like this for Esquire magazine Esquire magazine consider the line officially crossed <laughs> The line is crossed. Wait, also, this outfit is like not even, it's like nothing. Are you kidding me? Which I guess back then maybe it was like, ooh, she has a short little, what is it, a dress, whatever on outfit and her little heels. It kind of reminds me of Kim Kardashian's paper magazine cover, just the angle and the the leotard with the long sleeves. She looks fucking amazing. Looks so good. She looks phenomenal. Like, what a boss. Yep. And they were all upset about that. Oh my God. It's so shocking. What happened to your clothes? What happened? They clothes fell off, now? Diane. I know. But what is this about? No kidding. What is it about? What is it about? <laughs> yeah. It's about doing a, a, a beautiful picture. Is it about shocking people? About shocking? You know yeah. what? I feel you know, comfortable in my skin. I think Wait, it's- so I know. Why can't it be about shocking people? Maybe she wants yeah, to maybe shock she wants some to shock people. Whatever. The fuck? Why maybe she wants she to make be- money off her body. Maybe she wants to do whatever she yeah. wants to fucking do. The fact that this is even a topic of conversation. So but I'm proud of Brittany for back then holding her ground. And like she continuously pointed out how Diane was wrong and how yeah. her thinking is just old. Good for her. A beautiful picture. Is it about shocking people? About shocking. You know what? I feel comfortable in my skin. I think it's an okay thing to um, feel comfortable in your skin. I hate to bring this up, but Kate Hudson, she's 22. She's in sheets. Exactly. She poses very provocatively sometimes. 100%. Christina Aguilera. What's 
what's the big deal when I do it? <laughs> like, Great. come on. Why was she being so shamed more than everyone else? So shamed to get it. Like, not that everyone didn't. Everyone else got it too, but like, Britney got it so uh, I feel like she much. Got it really worse. bad. Yeah. So like, much I feel worse. Like they got it, but they also got hella praise of like, damn, mm -hmm. you look fine. Like, yeah. you know, J Lo booty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially when it was more taboo back then to mm. you know do photo shoots like that. I, I don't know. I feel like that really boosted their career. And I mean, I guess this in some sense did boost Britney's career. I mean, right? Like negative press, positive press. At the end of the day, it's still press. It's You're still good. getting attention. So, right. but I don't know. It's just, it feels a little more like, it's just, it's like attacking Britney herself. Mm -hmm. It's not it's like- very personal. It's very personal. Yeah, totally. I agree. You know, I don't well, understand. I think everybody always thought you had a different relationship to young girls. Everyone now- they look back and they're like, what happened to your sweet image that you used to be? And I'm like, then when I came out, you thought I was too provocative. It's like you can never win. Last year, she gave away a million dollars to charity, including her own foundation for inner city kids to study music and dance. They blow through that part. Formal education right? ended in Anyways. grade. Carries inside her an old fear that it can still all go away and she'll be back selling crawfish in her grandma's store. You said once it would be going back to Louisiana and working with crawfish again and having everything disappear. I probably did at one point, but it's really weird. Like, I enjoy my life, and I love what I do, but at the same time, even though we didn't have that much then, I was really happy. I'm going shopping, man. Yeah. Back before she could buy anything she wanted. It's really weird because I don't think right now I'm really like, I'm not like how I used to be. I mean, I used to roll quarters for freaking clothes. But, I mean, I'm not like that. I mean, sometimes I splurge. My assistant, Felicia, she helps me out on that. She was like, if you want it, you just get it. I'm like, okay, I'll get it. But if there is something about me, like if there's a sweater for $1,000, I can't buy that. Like, I just, there's something in me that you, being raised... You know, a certain way, I can't, you know, do that. <laughs> you read the stories about buying $100,000 of sportswear. No, I'm not like that at all. No. Is it an addiction? Is it an addiction? <laughs> no, I don't think it's, I think it's an addiction. I think it's what does that mean? Is it an addiction? Is it an what addiction? if Brittany had been like, yeah, it's an addiction. Yeah, what are you going to say that, It's really bad Diane? than getting therapy. What the fuck are you going to say to right? that? Right? <laughs> How inappropriate to, to bring that up. Like, so inappropriate. You don't ask anyone, is it an addiction in an interview? Like, she like, literally just got done saying how she like doesn't spend that much money on clothes. Right. It's just so dismissive. She has nothing to say good about her. They blow right over the charity stuff. Yeah, they're like, like, oh, you spend money? You've got an addiction. An addiction. <laughs> like, so they can Britney Spears addiction. Addicted to shopping. That is <sighs> sick. It makes me happy. It was my first time to go to a huge show and I had a white dress on. I felt like no one in Rome. It felt really special. So wait a minute. Can you rewind that tape? Am I seeing what I think? So, that's probably one of the moments that I remember I like the best. You can pop your knuckles. Sorry, Spears <laughs> is popping her knuckles. How do you do that? <laughs> I can't believe that. I couldn't even believe that was Shut real. Up. I literally walked downstairs to show Shut Josh because I was like, they literally zoomed in on her hands and they're like, Britney Spears popping her knuckles? Like, she must be nervous and telling lies.
that infuriates me. Maybe she's anxious because you assholes are sitting here all looking at her and this snake Diane is trying to shame her and expose her. That's how Karen she, this is like an expose the way this interview is. Karen Sawyer's yeah. being a real nitpick, a real narrow nitpicker. That <laughs> she was going to stay a virgin until marriage. I would love to be able to try and wait till And that she didn't even drink. In the past year, a report that she had tried serious drugs at a club. Not yes, a club. starting with marijuana. Serious drugs, there marijuana. People, and okay. I've gotten the high off of it, and that is enough for me. I cannot, I can't do that. I don't do that. You talked about experimenting, partying. Cocaine? No, I never. They left the impression that at clubs that you tried cocaine? I've experimented in, in partying, but never that i could never do something like that i mean i definitely in this industry there's people that do that around you 24 7. so you know you just have to learn who you hang out with and i mean I, i've i've had amaretta sours and if i'm gonna drink and I'm, i love red wine right amaretta now sours. red wine it makes me like really she's so mellow cute you know like, but as far as i'm such a control freak i would never be able to do feel do something that makes me feel out of i mean drinking makes me feel that way sometimes you've had a year that would test a lot of people mm -hmm. illness in the family mm -hmm. a breakup this spasm of publicity about what happened in from mexico to london it was pretty rough yeah yeah it's kind of weird ah weird hello um Oh my goodness! Hello. Ew, strong Britney. You hear so that? Sad. Ew, strong Britney. I know. She's like talking to herself. Like, like she's not allowed strong. to like, be. Cut that shit out, strong like Britney. I was thinking about that earlier. Like, who taught her that? Who taught right. her it's not okay to cry? But she probably just doesn't want to on TV. Sure. But still, I wonder if that carries on. But God, her body language just starts. She's like panicking. She's it's so, so sad. You can tell her heart starts racing. Yes. The fact that they pushed her to that point too, just sitting there like, you've had such a tough year. Let me list out all the bad things that have happened to you so I can just make you think about them. And mm -hmm. we get a tear because we can put that in the commercial. Sells. It's going to sell the interview. Absolutely. Look at this. Oh. She's in yeah, full so This is so upsetting to watch. I, I hate them for not cutting this out. She asked them to cut it out. Because then she, she really stop. like loses kind of it. Gleeful it's so fucking sad. Their... So sad. She's trying so hard to maintain composure because she knows how many eyes are on her. Imagine the preparation for this interview. You know, we're not going to do this. We're going to stay strong about this. Mm -hmm. They're going to they're going to push you on this. Like she knows that she can't crack, and then she hit that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's after just constantly all of this stuff this. that has been going. Yeah, this. And it's annoying interview. that when she like says, no, I didn't do this. Like Diane can't be like, oh, okay. Like she's like, but they said yeah. you did. And it's like, well, I'm saying I didn't. So like so that should be the story. end of the fucking question moving on. And she should be able to say out loud, you know, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to go there. Yeah. Like, where's her, like you said, a PR person that's going to yeah, say, being like, no. that's there to protect her. Right. It's like, she's. I feel like her mom like camera. dropped her off at the doors and she like went yeah. in and sat down with Diane and now it's being like harassed. Like her no one's Karen. there in her corner. Right. Exactly. It's very bizarre. So yeah, then she moves into talking about her virginity and Justin Timberlake as if that's anyone's fucking business. I know. Can you imagine if they were constantly reporting that? on that or like a, there was a young, I can't think of like 
like that um, new artist Olivia. Like she sings drivers license. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Some, if like, they were like interviewing her and were like, "So are you a virgin? <laughs> what the fuck? Right? That's like harassment, in my opinion, it is. especially to a minor. Like it is the harassment. Fuck? No. Anyways, gleeful confession about their very private life. Top ninety-seven. The Strong Buckwild Morning Show. Justin Timberlake is in the house, and I just want to ask you one question: Did you <laughs> Britney Spears? <laughs> yes or no? Oh man! Come on, man. Okay, I did it. No, yeah! it was a really weird time. There was like talk about our what we did together and like really sexually, sexually yeah. and stuff. And I just felt very exploitive and very weird. I was like, why is he going on these shows and they're asking him and he's talking, you know? But I'm sure, like you know, just like right now. You're asking me about it, and I'm talking about it, and just kind of comes out. Britney Spears mm. has upset a lot of mothers in this country, starting with the <laughs> wife of the governor of Maryland, who appeared at an anti-violence rally, and, well, listen to what she said. Really, if I had an opportunity to, to shoot Britney Spears, I think I would. Oh, that's horrible. Well, she, that's really bad. Because of the example for kids and how hard it is to be a parent and keep all of this away from your kids. Diane, why are you literally defending her in any fucking way? Are you kidding? She's like, how hard it is to be a kid parent? Unbelievable. How, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You should have said, yeah, it's shocking. Isn't that shocking? Can how you believe disgusting. someone said that? Can you believe a public official said that to you? What do you think about that? That should have been the question, not, well, you can understand where she's coming from, you know? Like, it's very upsetting to mothers, so she might want to just shoot you. Like, what? what is going on? I don't understand how that was ever. And it's so sexist too, because they would never. They didn't say that about Justin Timberlake no. talking about literally having sex. She's not trying to talk about having sex. Well, Justin Timberlake's talking about having sex. She's trying to keep it quiet, or you know, not discuss it, or whatever. Yeah, and have some privacy. But apparently, it's no one's fucking business. It's, it's fine and all funny and cute and whatever. If he says it, it's like uh, it's just yeah. like bro talk, yeah, whatever. Yeah, locker room, locker room talk. Why aren't moms mad about? Yeah, for real. Why aren't moms mad about teenagers? their you know boy teenagers talking about that for their for their kids as well yeah like, like find, find an interview where a guy has to deal with this type of question in the same way doesn't exist locker room banter okay let's continue well that's really sad that she said that and the fact that she, all of that she says is sad you know so, like, that is I'm so sad here to you know babysit her kids <laughs> i love that response though she in her mind she must be like this is ridiculous this woman said she wanted to shoot me in the head what is wrong with her babysit her kids what is wrong with her <gasps> oh, oh my wild. god what a sick person like britney spears like really and then listen to this part the afterwards people? they say she, and then she was questioned as if poor poor woman was then questioned because of her uh reference to oh, guns listen oh, to this shit. reference to guns that's ridiculous later the governor's wife had to retract her statement because of a public outcry about her reference to guns we wondered does she care what her old fans those kids think for instance about this oh here it comes oh, yeah, here we go famous madonna kiss so mm. overblown so everyone was obsessed. obsessed with that obsessed why was that such a big deal it's a kiss it's literally someone kissing who someone. cares why is it always same sex kiss that's like a big deal like yeah why? especially back then especially back then yeah. i don't think that way would have drum up the, the you know publicity and talk that it did no. back then i don't Absolutely think so not. either no the last time ever madonna kissed okay <laughs> so she said that she had this idea for a little peck and then you gave her a real kiss. Is this the way it happened? 
Well, yes, it was her idea. We were in rehearsals, and um, she's like, well, maybe we should kiss her. I'm like, okay. All right. And we never really did it in rehearsal. When we um, actually got on stage and we did it, it's like when you have all those lights, you really let go, and we really did it. You said there's no tongue action here. Oh, of course there was no tongue. Well, oh, it looked no. like it. It looked like there was. Well, that's, you know, we're good actresses here. Yeah. You know what we're doing? Diane's a professional okay. on tongue that. action, okay? <laughs> she saw it. Open, oh, my God. Like that. And right. it looked like... The fact she, she has to she justify whether or not there was a tongue involved. Because we were, like, going like this and, like, ridiculous. It is. It's, it's absurd. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. It's very strange. We can... Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. But, yeah. There are the full interviews on YouTube. Yeah. It's just a weird it's a really a strange thing to look back at this from with new eyes or oh, fresh eyes i guess very we could say. strange yeah from, with 2020 vision what <laughs> 2021 vision no yeah it's it's really strange how we were interview how people were interviewing people and, and there's tons of like bizarre a, interviews this like this fine. isn't the only person no had weird interviews like lots of people were just really the ruthless houston one oh my god dude diane really savage That's she should not have been good. canceled like Hashtag Dude, Diane she Sawyer's sadly probably party. got like a raise for doing. It. I mean, she's she was in, on probably, TV forever. Yeah, cutthroat, cutting edge. Which I get it. I'm sure she's been through her own share of struggles as a woman. But you said, like you said, you know, you'd think you'd be able to relate more and be more understanding. Be more understanding. Exactly. But yeah. So she clearly was dealing with an extreme amount of pressure, mm -hmm. so much judgment, so much shame from yep. society. And so she has a breaking point and yeah. goes into that fifty-one fifty hold. Um, and that's when her dad, Jamie filed for temporary conservatorship, but it was extended every court hearing and eventually it became permanent. So that's kind of how that happened. Um, you know, and it's kind of weird because he actually wasn't really in her life that much when she was growing up, her dad. So it's kind of weird that he got that, you know, why did he get that if he wasn't that involved with her? And I feel like there's more to that story. They do it because his daughter is super rich all of a sudden, you know, I don't know. Um, but and there's they did allude to that in the documentary. Yeah. They said, you know, there were yeah. people who said, yeah, you know, Jamie has always been about the money. He's always yeah. like, my daughter's going to make me rich. Yeah. Which is like really sad. Like, can't you at least be involved in her life then? Like, yeah, geez. Um, but you know, there was speculation then cause she accepted the conservatorship and there was speculation that she did it because she didn't want to lose her kids. Mm. Understandable. Which I understand. Yep. You'll do anything for your kids. Right. So sad. And then, yeah, a few weeks after that, she was granted um, visitation rights. So yeah. she really didn't have custody of her kids. Luckily, she was still able to, you know, visit them or they were able to come visit. But um, yeah, so a few weeks after the conservatorship started, she started a world tour, but people started to notice a difference in her and her fans were starting to get really worried. One of them being Chris Crocker, who is um, really like infamous, I feel like, and yeah. was like really treated terribly on the internet he's That's actually still on the internet now um he's like a comedian and i think he does like uh, only fans or something like that mm -hmm. so um he's still like very active on the internet mm -hmm. he posted recently a very interesting um little tidbit about his experience being if you're not sure who we're talking about yeah he was like the guy that made videos of like free britney and he was like really hysterical in leave them britney and, like, alone. leave britney alone yeah, yeah. it was a big it, that I, was everywhere. Everywhere. And he was severely bullied. I mean, he was looked at mm -hmm. like a terrible human. I mean, people hated him and he made fun of him because he was part of the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. I mm -hmm. mean, it was 
really ruthless. I remember yeah. when I was popular, like I do too. It was all over the place. I didn't realize how much hate he was getting and how much negativity he was dealing with at the time. But yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So anyways, he comes out with this whole statement a few days ago, and I kind of want to read it because I think it's really interesting. So Chris says, me saying leave Britney alone was never really the issue. Michael Moore said it and no one batted an eyelash. Maybe people reaching out to tell me, Chris, you were right, would feel good if I knew that people could unpack that the reason no one took me serious was because I was a gender bending teenager and the reaction to me was transphobic. When I said it, I had fear for my life. Death threats were sent to my grandmother's house. I was already living in the South as a gender-bending teen with no money or ways to feel protected. This hate was also directed towards me by other LGBTQ members. Not just verbal, but physical attacks were made towards me at gay bars and out on the streets um, by LGBT people who were embarrassed of me because of the way that the media made fun of me, which made me feel that I had given you know them a bad name, that like the whole group or community. Um, so he says this was during a pre drag race time before everyone and their mom was saying, yes, queen in a time where only, you know, if only embracing the heteronormative people in the media, that was, you know, that was the normal. It was anything else besides that was like too taboo for the media to talk about or whatever. He says, I hope not only Brittany gets the freedom she deserves, but the femme queer people are not tortured in media when showcasing humanity. Because he was really making an argument like he was severely upset by this. And, and he, was he right. saw it coming. He was right. Yeah. Yep. And he saw how bad it was. Like, why, why were we all under this weird trance of society? Why was it so normal for this type of interview to happen? Why weren't everyone... Why wasn't everyone freaking out right. about the pictures, about, right. you know, seeing her at such lows? Like, it was so normal for us to see these magazine covers where yeah. she looked like she was, was. breaking down, clearly yeah. was dealing with a lot mm -hmm. and didn't want to, didn't want her photo being taken. Why are we all buying that? Like, mm -hmm. why is that such an industry? It makes me feel bad because I have bought so many of those magazines over the years mm -hmm. not anymore because i mean the internet right like right but you still like <laughs> click on shit right like, yeah clickbait oh, yeah. gets me all the time articles oh, are yeah. coming like oh what's going on we're all like part of it, it you'd be lying to say that you're not like somehow a interested in this stuff yeah. at some point and click something or you're which part is, of the system i was gonna say which in the end we're supporting the system i used to always buy like okay magazine people magazine star us weekly when i would go on airplanes because mm -hmm. i used to think they were so fun to kind of flip through and now i'm like what it's so weird. It's so yeah. odd. Like, especially it's one thing to do interviews yeah. with people. And I get that people think celebrities are interesting and they want to like know more about them and get to know See, them. More but like a personal aspect. Yeah. He's like stalker images, yeah. really like hiding behind trees while someone is holding their like baby. That is drawing the line. It's ridiculous. It's drawing the line. It is. I mean, people are still doing that. Why doesn't that line exist? Why are there no like laws. Why are there no laws protecting? How about the children? You know, yeah. they're in the photos too. Brittany's the famous one, but the babies have been in it. The sons mm -hmm. have been, had pictures taken of them and blasted all over the whole world with fake headlines their entire life. Totally. Totally. They're probably so used to the rumors and right. they've probably been trained on how to deal with it. And I'm sure that they have, you know, come across so many people thinking, oh, I thought this, that, and the other. And they're like, that never fucking happened. Like, where'd you hear that? Mm -hmm. Or that's not true. And you if know, you, you know, came out and said something wasn't true every time that something wasn't true that was put out about you, you know, mm -hmm. you'd be constantly making statements and it just draws more attention to the situation. Exactly. It makes it worse. Exactly. Yeah.
exactly it's really it's really disappointing it is um so we are going to come back in a second from our ad break to talk more about this but we will be right back all right so moving right along here one thing that's really interesting is that there is an annual conservatorship oversight hearing but it's been canceled every year since it started which is like how does that how can that even happen you can't have an oversight hearing you should at least be having that at, at least once a year you would think yeah what why does it keep getting canceled? Why does it Who's keep canceling canceled? it? But which party is canceling it? Maybe it's right. Britney's side canceling it. I know nothing about. I don't know. I, I don't stuff. know. I don't even really know what an oversight hearing is necessarily. But the fact that it's canceled over and over again, there's never like a reschedule. It's not like okay, well, you have to have it at least once in you know X amount of years or something. It's very bizarre. Um, and so then it's in, clearly on their side. It seems like it because she d- wouldn't she want. Yeah, that, of course, because like her whole thing mm-hmm. is like trying to get her dad out of the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, in 2019, Brittany asked the judge to consider ending the conservatorship. And last year, there was hope they would get it overturned because of the free Britney movement. This is when it like really came back um, over like 2019, 2020 was like super people started talking about it a lot more and like really started over this looking summer, into it. Yeah. And then also Britney's siblings have spoken out and saying that there's no need for conservatorship anymore, which I find really interesting. Like, why don't you take her closest family members into consideration if she's not able to, like, prove whether she needs one or not or whatever the argument is? Like, why wouldn't you take her closest siblings and family members into account? Yeah. Why wouldn't they be they should be interviewed as witnesses? I agree to a crime in a sense, you know, Mm -hmm. in court. Mm -hmm. Yep. In the last couple of years, her Instagram has become super popular. I mean, if you go on her Instagram, there's like thousands of posts that are just a little, some people just find them a little weird and make people kind of question, like, is she trying to like give like a secret message in them? Like sometimes they're just a little like almost cryptid in a way. Like they don't quite make sense of really what she's saying. And the emojis are like off the charts and like the post itself is very like, she just doesn't, she looks like she's being controlled sometimes. People even wonder if she is drugged in those posts or there's been speculation about literally literally everything everything. is she a clone is she being forced to do these things and i don't know people say that they've seen bruises on her and you know where she wears wristbands why does she wear so many wristbands Mm -hmm. and and the instagram is one thing that i have been nervous to talk about in the past like i've wanted to discuss this Mm -hmm. but i've just been so you know it's just like we have no fucking idea what's going on in her life so I don't want to make any assumptions about her Instagram. Like it's possible that none of it is codes. It's possible she is oh, putting yeah. codes into her videos and pictures. Yep. I mean, there's a whole podcast now dedicated to decoding her every Instagram. Yes. Post. Yep. Those girls that were interviewed on, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called, their podcast. We can put it below. Um, but yeah, they, they just called Brittany's Instagram. or something. Yeah, I think it is something like that. But yeah, yeah. they talk that's the whole podcast is yeah. talking about her posts and like, are they trying, are there, is there more to it than what meets the eye? Um, but she's never spoken about the conservatorship online, but she, you know, posts people, she po- makes posts that people think that she's trying to doc- talk about the documentary that came out. Cause like I said, we don't even know if she knows about the documentary. I'm sure she does I'm sure she's at by this now. Point, yeah. But did she know when it, did launched? she know when it happened? Yeah. Like, for instance, she just a few days ago posted, can't believe this performance of Toxic from three years ago. It's, um, or I'll always love being on stage, but I am taking the time to learn and be a normal person. I love simply enjoying the basics of everyday life. Each person has their story and their take on other people's stories. 
We all have so many different right or bright, beautiful lives. Remember, no one, no matter what we think we know about this person's life, we don't know what they're going through and it's nothing compared to the actual person's life living behind the lens. So some people think that that's... Talking about like that documentary. Well, it seems like it clearly is. It seems like it clearly is. Some people think that she was forced to say that though. Right. Is that a genuine message from her? Is anything she posts genuine? I'm like, does she make any of the captions? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. No one knows. That's weird. But I see why people speculate so much about her Instagram in general, though. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, that that post did seem it's so like she seems so nervous to say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it seems so scripted mm-hmm. in a way. It does. Like not very authentic. No. And I think she's a very authentic person. Like if you see old clips it of her, she's like a very it. genuine, down to earth, mm-hmm. real person. I think she's a really kind hearted person mm-hmm. and. I think she just feels maybe it's maybe it's fear. Maybe it's anxiety over not trusting the world. If you've been shamed by so many people, you're eventually going to be traumatized by the world. Why would you want to open up about anything? Maybe she's just hyper analyzing and hyper like thinking out every post she makes to a level where it just seems a little too like scripted. Right. Or maybe it actually is is scripted. Maybe there's people that are involved and are helping her write her messages or maybe everything that she posts has to get approved. Mm-hmm. Which That's possible. I think in some degree, I don't, again, I don't know like the severity of how intense like conservatorships go, but I would assume that to some degree, especially as a public figure, that is like you're, you're impacting your career at that point. So could, like you said, could she not be able to post without having permission first or having someone look over it or whatever? Yeah, it probably falls under personal. Mm-hmm. I would assume, yeah. So, anyways, in 2019, Britney's attorney Sam um, Ingham filed a request to have Jamie removed as a conservator of her person, so not the finances. Remember, there's two different ones, um, and replace him with Jody uh, Montgomery. So, which side th- note, Britney has been saying since the beginning, according to people in the documentary, that she did not want Jamie. As a conservator, right. she said that she was fine with having the conservatorship, but she did not want him to be in charge Her, of everything. Exactly. And he, he was put in that position anyway. And if you're not aware, Jody is Britney's former manager. Why was um, her mom not put in that position? I, or her sister. Or, There's got to be so much more to this. I agree. It's very bizarre. Are her parents married? Do we know? Oh, no. I don't even know. Are her parents still married? Don't think so. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but then in 2019, Jamie stepped down as a conservator of Britney's person, but is still in charge of her estate. So all of the finances, all the money, he still got control over. Um, but I guess he stepped down temporarily of the person estate or of the person um, conservator due to bad health, um, which I don't really know if that's like true or not. Like, did he step down? I don't know. It's interesting. Well, yeah, so people kind of actually stepped down, or was it a forced thing? Um, but yeah, publicly they said he stepped. Down. He stepped down. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. he, Jamie. I think this is kind of interesting because you know it's this is something to note is the fact that he's being investigated for allegedly ab- abusing his grandson, you know, Brittany's kid, mm-hmm. and Kevin was the one that actually got the restraining order against him. So it's like you're abusing your grandson. It makes me think that you probably could be abusing your own kid. Right. You know, yeah, if you're willing to do that to her children, 
what does that say about you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think there's a lot more about Jamie. And there's a reason why he's been so private as yes. well and seems to have shut everything down and just wants exactly the Britney image that he wants being pumped out. Yes. He's a money-making machine to him. Yes. He sees her as a product. His even, product Even so weird. Watching clips in the documentary, there was a few clips of like them backstage and he was with mm -hmm. her, whatever he was. He seems like he's like her bodyguard almost. Like I don't get mm -hmm. dad vibes from him whatsoever. It's yeah. like a very professional very business, business relationship, it seems. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Just sad. Um, but then in November of 2020, the judge approved the request to have um, Jamie removed. And so now they appointed um, Bessemer Trust as co-conservator. Um, and then also Jody filed to extend her position as temporary conservator and is granted conservator until September 21. So as of now, Jody will be conservator, at least on the um, aspect of uh, personal. personal. Yeah, exactly. So, But a lot of her finance, I mean, it seems like all her dad cares about is finance. Is the money. Since he was willing to give up the personal side of things. Right. Like, how much does he really care? How much is really about you if you're willing to be like, whatever about the personal stuff? As long as I own the estate, I run the estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah exactly you think now with all this pressure on him publicly you think that's gonna maybe sway him to maybe that's her, a good go? that's interesting yeah i mean i don't know the thing that's so sad is that in order for someone who's in a conservatorship to get out of one the person who's under it has to petition and basically work to prove that they no longer need that in order to get out and it's apparently yeah, you get yourself out of it Apparently, it's, that's extremely hard and yeah. very rare to successfully do. Like, it's almost mm -hmm. unheard of. The lawyer in the documentary said she had never, she had never seen it. Right. So, imagine. never successfully done. So, I'm sure it's just. And so, I think that's why Brittany's not over here, you know, trying to get rid of the conservatorship. It's more so she doesn't want her dad um, controlling it. So. But in the most recent news, her attorney filed objections to Jamie's request to have more control than the co-conservator. Jamie's trying to get, you know, more control in the, when then Jody and they were like, no. So I think, again, that's weird. Why do you care about having more control? Like, it's all about this. It's all about the control and, you know, ha owning the most of Brittany. That's so sad. She, that She must have to get like, I would need some serious therapy to wrap mm -hmm. my mind around that. And I hope Your that she is that like, way. I'm sure she has. I, I hope, hope she, she is like on a regular basis and is like taking, getting, you know, mental health help and so also too. physical help help you know if need be or whatever on a regular basis like i hope they are taking care of her behind the scenes whatever that may mean i mean it's hard because she seems like very mentally ill honestly in a lot of ways of how much this has impacted her yeah how could you not be just you mean even if it's the just harassment trauma. And trauma is just unbelievable mm -hmm. um i just can't understand how she could it's it's, it's just so sad and it i really feel bad is. that it's like almost you know she feels like she kind of has to fight for it, it seems like. Um, the most interesting thing is that, like we were talking about while we were recording this today on the 11th, yeah. she's got her court date revolving around the specific roles that Jamie Spears, the dad, and Bessemer Trust now have in managing Bernie's estate. So They're fighting probably over just little details. Who gets this? Who exactly, gets yeah. I don't know if anything will be big with him. Here, let's look it up right now. Brittany I wish Spears. she could speak for herself. I wish she could. I mean, I don't know if she wants to. Maybe she just wants people to leave her alone. Maybe mm -hmm. she wants us all to just stop talking about it. And they said that in the documentary, you know, if she comes out and she says it's all everything's fine, leave me alone, stay out of it. But there's clearly a reason why she hasn't like shut it down or cleared any of this up. Mm -hmm. Like, I think she does appreciate the support. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And she knows like, like her fan. I mean, and I, that's, I want one thing I wanted to say too, is just like kudos to all of her fans who yes. have been out there saying this for so long out there with signs mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, you know, actually fighting for her saying this before it was a trend. Those people are probably heroes to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it seems like she's needed this. She needed a voice. She needed a push. Like we all needed to know about this and see it all. Yeah. Play out. And I think we're going to see more things. Yeah. I bet there'll be more documentaries in the future. Yeah. Um, hopefully one day she can put out her own. I was going to say, God, I would tell her own really story. love like Britney Spears, like tell all or God, that would be just really cool. Really, really cool for so many reasons. And I feel like, God, how empowering to her to be able to like, actually, if she could really have full control over this, like, yeah. if, you know, suppose a documentary that she could make. How empowering would that be for her to be able to be like, this was my actual story. And maybe she really will do that one day. Like she probably wants to maybe, but she can't right now because it would be a money-making machine. It would make tons of money and And she has no control control of that. Yeah. Yeah. So she's kind of protested against him by not working. Yeah. She's like refused to. So even telling any story would be working. So she's in such a shitty position. God, that sucks so bad. Yeah. Hopefully this just gets cleared up. I mean, I don't know what the chances are mm-hmm. that they'll actually get Jamie out of this, but I'm hoping that all this public pressure might add to that. Maybe he'll, he'll just step out. Maybe of he'll it. just step or maybe like they'll do some secret transaction behind the scenes. Like, yo, dude, we'll pay you to fuck off. Yeah. Like if you can take X <laughs> amount of money and don't come back. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe who knows? That'd be nice. But yeah. who's going to, who's going to do that? Brittany, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. There's just so much. I have so many questions, so much. I know. I wish we could know, but. Same. I think the whole world does. It's very yeah. mysterious and secretive. I feel like Britney's life is a big mystery in a way of mm-hmm. like the truth of what happened yeah. to Britney Spears. I think that's why there's so many conspiracy theories about her too, mm-hmm. because there's like so much left unsaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. As a Britney fan, like I remember for a while, like we got so much when she was younger, mm-hmm. like con- music videos, interviews, like live performances, and then it just shut down. Yeah. Like, remember that, like, Britney drought? Like, yeah. the first one? I was like, oh, like, when her music finally came back out, Blackout. Yes. Oh, I was so pumped. Yep. So excited. I, I remember, like, in high school, like, playing that, oh, running around my house, so like, before God, I, like, went I out to a football that. game. Like, it brings back so such good. memories. I love Britney Spears. I know, me too. I have so much nostalgia connected to all of her music. I think she's such a good person. She, she especially, like I said, from seeing those interview clips. Yeah. She seems like an angel. Yeah. Of a human. And it's like, I feel really sad. Like, it's really unfair. Mm-hmm. Like, if they hadn't traumatized her and done all these terrible things, like, what could she have? Not that she hasn't accomplished a lot already. That's not what yeah. I'm saying. But, like, you she never know. Like, she can under yeah. what she's been through. Exactly. And, like I said, there's only so much she wants to do because then it's just adding to the estate. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like... She's literally just, like, making money for her dad at the end of the day. Because, like, it's not... It's her money, but also, like, she has no control over it. Right. And, so I mean, really they not. Did, did clear up in the documentary, though, that she does take control of her work, though. Like, she's very involved in the performance and the music yes. and all of that. Which I can... Because it's, like, only Britney gets it, right? Like, her dad mm-hmm. doesn't know what the fuck how to right. perform. Like, she, Britney knows how to do her job well. He's like, as long as you make the money. Right. Like, you know how to put on the show better than I do. You're, you're fucking Britney mm-hmm. Spears. Like, go be Britney Spears. So, if you're going to run all of it and do all everything you should be making all the money yeah. and having all the choices yeah you Seems think that obvious. would be how it works but apparently not in this world so i don't know we'll see but yeah i'm excited to see where this goes honestly in the next year and, and months following i really hope that it continues to get 
you know, a lot of publicity and I think it will. I think a lot of more people are aware now and this this movement isn't slowing down at no. all. If anything, it's gonna continue it's, and yeah. it's starting a lot of other conversations around conservatorship abuse and the way that we treat celebrities, paparazzi, interview styles, mm -hmm. all of that. I think it's really good that we're bringing all this up and kind of taking another look at the way our society is. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. I agree. Let us know what you guys think about this whole thing. And if, you know, you have caught anything in the interviews that you find interesting or, you know, anything that we didn't cover already. There's so much to this. I mean, we there could is. go on and on for we hours. Could. So let us know in the comments below what you guys think. But that's it for us this week. This week, guys. <laughs> next, this was next week. week. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for joining us on this sesh. We'll see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep, keep it, it fresh. fresh.